The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about using freelance writers to up your content marketing game. Joining us is Steve Pakros, who's the CEO, and Paul Zalewski, who's the Vice President of Marketing at Verblio, which is a multimedia content creation platform that powers modern content marketers and SEO agencies. Verblio's network of 3,000 U.S.-based writers are subject matter experts in industries from astrology to zoology, and their easy-to-use platform offers unique flexibility, quality, and speed to businesses and agencies seeking reliable, trusted partners for content development. Yesterday, Paul, Steve, and I talked about why this is the golden era for content marketing and how content marketing is really more than just your blog posts, but it's also your social media presence, your email marketing, and even doing things like, well, being guests on a podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about the content production efforts and how you can future-proof your business using freelancers in your content marketing efforts. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Steve Pakras and Paul Zalewski from Verblio. Steve, Paul, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Great to be back. Good to be back, Ben. <laughs> Excited to have you both back on the show. Excited to continue our conversation. And for anybody who didn't hear it yesterday, we basically covered the notion that content marketing has become increasingly important for businesses. Advertising is being ignored more often than ever. But content marketing is also a larger function. It covers your marketing efforts across not only multiple formats of content, videos, podcasts, written, 
but also through your social, your email, your blog posts, all sorts of different types of content are now considered content marketing. And look, Paul, Steve, that's a pain in the ass to produce that much content. How's one guy like me running a podcast supposed to also have a newsletter, a blog, social media channels, YouTube video? I can't do this all myself. What the hell am I supposed to do? You cannot. (laughs) You're supposed to get some help. I think our favorite clients as a content production company are folks that have tried to do it themselves first. Because it is amazing how much work goes into great content marketing. And if you've tried to do that yourself as a business owner, as a marketer at a small team, or at a digital marketing agency, you will fast learn just how much work it is and that you could probably use some help. So I knew that the answer to this was going to be somebody else has to help you. You, one man alone, cannot produce 15 channels worth of content. And I also know that your answer is going to be higher verb. <laughs> and not to say that you shouldn't be promoting your business, but duh, of course, that's the answer because that's the business that you're in and you've seen all the proof points. And I know that there's a marketer, there's an SEO, there's a writer out there, maybe even a CMO listening to this podcast saying, nah, that's bullshit. I should just hire everybody to build the content in-house. Talk to me about the trade-offs of outsourcing versus having your in-house team produce the content. I think you're right, Ben. Like We're by nature somewhat self-promotional. We don't actually believe that you should outsource all of your content and certainly not to us. There are certain types of content that our belief is should be written in-house. You know, No one is going to know your business better than you. And it's very difficult for us to write Some of our least favorite clients are those that come in and say, hey, I need you to write me a whole bunch of bottom of funnel content. Let's crank out some white papers that go deep on my very technical SaaS business. So I think the answer is not outsource everything. The answer is also not keep everything in-house. But the answer is figure out how to dole out those pieces of the puzzle in a way that makes most sense. One of the areas that we do very well or that I think outsourced content in general can benefit businesses is when you're looking for a lot of content, you're looking for new voices who can inject new variety into how you talk about your mid-funnel, your top-of-funnel efforts. And in both of those cases, your in-house team can burn out if you're an e-commerce company and you're needing to write thousands of product descriptions. If you're just getting started and you're wanting to build up a big bank of content that's going to power your content marketing for years, trying to crank out that volume of content can be really challenging in-house. So I totally agree with you that not all content should be outsourced and it shouldn't all be insourced, right? There are times when you can take advantage of the economics of geography, where you can take advantage of part-time work, where you can find writers that are subject matter experts, somebody who can write really great content that you might not be able to write in-house. So talk to me about building out the staff, right? Let's say I'm running a podcast business that is driven on sponsorships. And, you know, obviously I'm going to write my white paper about how we do our content sponsorships, but there's lots of other content I can be creating. What advice do you have for me in terms of you know, whether I'm finding a freelancer myself or hiring an agency like your business, where do I get started? How do I think about finding the right people? How would I scope the project to make sure that my content marketing efforts are sustainable? Yep. 
we see this a lot and we see some very common patterns and mistakes that people make when they're thinking about how to build their content team and then how to outsource content creation. The first big mistake with the insource team or with the folks on your staff is having someone who has three different jobs, content being one of them. Content marketing is a beautiful thing, but there are rarely content marketing emergencies. There are emergencies in other forms of marketing like paid marketing. There's always going to be something else that rises to the top of your to-do list. And so not making someone's number one priority content can be a huge problem. When it comes to outsourcing content, the biggest mistake that we see is assuming that I'm going to outsource this entire function and I'm going to be able to take it all off of my plate. Content done well needs to be a co-creation process. And because no one understands your brand, your business as well as you, there needs to be some level of involvement from you as the marketer, you as the owner, or you as the marketing team. So when we see people do this well and get great benefit from outsourcing content, they're putting an effort up front to hand off projects to give detailed instructions to writers. And then they're not assuming that what is coming back is 100% publish ready. They're thinking we like to use the term an 80% draft or a 70% draft. So if you make that mind shift that what I'm going to get back is an amazing starting point and that I can come in and take on much more of an editor role to bring it to 100%, that's going to go a huge chunk of the way toward getting great content, toward building your content engine. So the idea is that you can have a writer or multiple writers creating the content, but you have a second layer of editorial control to make sure that you're putting all of your content in the right tone for your brand. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. When you think about future-proofing your business, title of this episode, how are you thinking about creating a content production arm of your business that you know can be sustainable and scalable? And even, you know, sometimes you have to detract from the team and create less content 
Talk to me about future-proofing your business using content. So we think that the concept, the reason that you would outsource is basically if you have too little content so that you don't have enough room to actually have a full-time person do it, or you have too much content. And one of the big challenges is that for most marketers is you do as much marketing as you can do versus as much as you should do. And so what we're trying to build for our clients is a flexible team of writers who all gets their subject matter expertise, who gets their quality, that can scale up and scale down with their marketing needs and as they observe opportunities. For agencies, this could be things like, wow, we're going to go bid on an RFP that's 10 times the size of our company because we know we have a partner that can scale up with us. But we also know that we won't be stuck without cost flexibility where we would have to eat the bill if anything goes wrong and we lose clients along the way. So there's also changing price points here. You mentioned the agency model. Take the example of I'm running a content marketing agency or I'm running a marketing consultancy and I bid on a project where I say I'm going to go create 10,000 pieces of content. Obviously, I'm hiring Verblio for that. And you know I can scale that up or scale it down. But there's also a difference between who you're hiring. I can go find somebody in the Philippines with moderate English skills that can be a writer for a specific piece of content for a couple bucks an hour. And then I can go pay hundreds of dollars an hour for a writer who is, you know, somebody with a PhD. Talk to me about figuring out the right price point for the content you're producing. So I think price point is one of those areas, which is, you know, what value do you want? We price ourselves as a premium player in the space, but we're very different from $100 an hour, kind of like a very focused vertical writer, somebody who would be a New York Times type of writer who might be between $100 and $150 an hour. And so a lot of quality is up to your standard of what you want your voice to sound like. And some of the quality is just up to SEO standards. How are you measuring the impact? For us, there's a lot of other reasons to engage a platform like ours, which is the flexibility, which is the ability to have a team of writers. So any individual relationship... so. You also have to figure out how much of this do you want to manage yourself? Price is a big point. Management is another one. If you have somebody on your team who's doing it, you might be less involved in this, but you're going to have to manage an individual contractor. Likely, they might find other gigs that are more exciting at the time that you need them, or they might be available or not and have to onboard a series of them. So you're bringing verbally on to make sure that you always have availability of writers who get you, to have a content creation platform, because even the process itself is kind of a pain in the ass. We have agencies that are managing 100 different clients Actually, we have one managing over a 1,000 pieces a month. How do you do that in a friction-free, easy-to-organize manner, which is where our technology comes in? And then you also want us to help curate those writers so it's not your job to figure out which writers work for you and so you can try them out really quickly. So there's the three pieces of management too. So we've mentioned before, you know, this episode is about the future-proofing of your business and having the ability to scale and finding the right writers and having somebody manage that process is very valuable. There's also the idea of content having a long shelf life. So when you're putting together your marketing strategy and you're thinking about creating an effort that's going to have value that increases over time, content marketing is one of the first channels that pops up. Talk to me about how you think about evaluating the lifetime value of a piece of content. We recently got the opportunity to have Ross Simmons of Foundation Marketing on our podcast. And he has this great analogy, which is think of content the way you would think of building your financial portfolio as an individual saving for retirement. Content is an annuity 
And a piece of content that you produce in 2020 can be delivering value for your organization five, 10 years from now. And this is a wonderful analogy because you can also extend it into portfolio theory and thinking about having content that serves different needs within your marketing team's portfolio. I think what I would add to that and what we see as incredibly powerful is starting right now, ideally, building content for the long haul. But then you can do two things. One is make sure that the content can serve multiple purposes, especially at the beginning. You know, If you're a 30-year-old saving for retirement, that feels like a long way off, but you can make it a lot more palatable to marketers if they're able to use that content as fuel for their sales team. So you build content where you interview your prospective customers. And that's going to make the investment in content marketing a lot easier to do from day one. The other thing is to think about, it's not publish and forget. It's how can I think of this as an asset that I can keep coming back to over and over again. One of the strategies that we've used without fail for the past year is revamping and republishing our content about once every six months for our top pieces. And invariably, we see new SEO results from sometimes minutes of work. I think that's a great idea. The idea that you are re-editing and updating, refreshing your content always has value. Understanding what content you have, if it's already ranking, you could still improve on it and get your most popular posts to rank even higher. Last question I have for you before we let you go. You know, yesterday we talked about the golden era for content and how people are tuning out advertising and looking more for answers. As we start thinking about future-proofing our businesses and the future of content, give me a prediction that you have for the content marketing industry. What do you think is going to happen over the next, let's say, year or two that isn't already something that we see as marketers today? I think one of the most exciting trends that you could use that we're trying to enable marketers to do is to think of content as a competitive advantage. As opposed to this is how you get your blog post done that you always needed to get done like a to-do list. How do you use this as a marketing competitive advantage to build up an arsenal that none of your other competitors compete with? Because there is a big advantage to being first to market. I mean, HubSpot just overwhelmed their competition. You can't find anything that isn't about HubSpot, about inbound marketing. And I think more and more of the companies are going to start seeing that playbook. Instead of how do I produce 5 blogs a month, 10 blogs a month, 15... How do I produce a hundred? How do I produce a thousand so that nobody else can keep up to me? And this really surrounds their business like a fortress for years to come. We have the same strategy with podcasts. It's really just about how much I can sit in front of this microphone. (laughs) Fellas, thanks for giving me an excuse to come back two days in a row. I appreciate having you on the podcast. It was great to talk. It's always great. Been fun. All right. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Steve Pockross and Paul Zalewski from Verblio. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Steve and Paul, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes, or you can visit their company's website, which is verblio.com, V-E-R-B-L-I-O.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. 
For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.